Hello, this is Stephen McHugh for Unique Dyslexic Eye Radio, bringing you the next in our series of radio broadcasts focusing on dyslexia and neurodiversity. On today's show, I will be playing six new tracks from dyslexic and neurodiverse musicians, and I'm going to be introducing you to two new musicians this week, these being Bex Adams and Rafe Cooper. On the show today, we will also be talking about models of dyslexia and dyslexia in our schools. The question I will be asking are our schools and is society dyslexia friendly and is there more that both can do to make society and our education system more dyslexia friendly this is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic I Radio now I'd like to introduce you to X Adams a very talented singer and guitarist composer with her song Fields of Green. Now, if you want to hear more from Bex, you can go along to her SoundCloud page, which is called Bex Marks the Spot. Here she is with her track Fields of Green. Oh, oh. 
thanks very much for that Bex that's a fab song I love the feel of it so don't forget if you want to hear more from Bex go to her SoundCloud page Bex marks the spot have a look have a listen she's unsigned and has played lots and lots of live gigs very talented this is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic iRadio. Now I'd like to talk about dyslexia in school. For decades, parents of dyslexic kids have had to fight our education system for the support their children need at school. Sometimes they win little victories and get support their kids are entitled to. Most of the time, parents face long battles and get nowhere. My own research recently showed only 19% of dyslexic adults, and these are assessed dyslexic adults, were assessed at school. I think you'd agree with me by saying this is simply not good enough. We as dyslexic adults need to get together to build a global movement where we can work together to bring positive changes to our education system that has, up till now, failed many of our children. Many of us are fighting for positive change from the bottom upwards. Some do manage to influence those who develop education policy where the real power lies, but we don't have enough influence. If we want to get more influence, this can only be done if we work together as a global social community. There needs to be the political will to make the changes to our education system that will enable our dyslexic kids to succeed. Right now there is little to no political will. I believe we have to make a much more positive case for supporting our dyslexic kids. We have to move away from an outdated medical model of dyslexia that basically tells us that our brains do not work correctly. That dyslexia is about deficits, discrepancy and disorder. This model totally ignores the potential benefits of being dyslexic and the positives of being dyslexic. What I will say is what does this say to potential employers about dyslexia? What does this say to our kids? when we tell them that dyslexia is all about discrepancy, deficits and disorder. Of course, I'm not saying that we as dyslexics don't need support at school. What I am saying is we need to teachers in every classroom to be trained to teach and meet the diversity of learning needs in the classroom, to enable teachers to do their job of teaching our dyslexic kids together with their non-dyslexic peers, together with neurodiverse and disabled kids in a school, all together living, learning and playing together in an inclusive environment. Every day I visit Facebook and I read real life stories about dyslexic kids and parents battles to get what is a human right to a good education. Stories about dyslexic kids not wanting to go to school. I was one of those. I, I refused to go to school when I was about 14. Stories about dyslexic kids not wanting to go to school. About parents seeing their children crying and the frustration and fear about going to school. This is not good enough at all. It must change. I believe it is society that disables dyslexics and that's why I promote and support the social model of dyslexia. I'm not saying it's a perfect model, but it places the responsibility for the failure of our education systems to meet the learning needs of our dyslexic kids where it belongs, on the shoulders of our education systems, not on the shoulders of dyslexic kids and parents, which is totally wrong. If you talk to dyslexics who have been successful, many will say they are successful because they are dyslexic and in spite of their experience of education. We as a dyslexic community must change how we think and talk about what it means to be dyslexic in a society that disables. We have to challenge this medical model, a medical model that has nothing positive to say about dyslexia or to dyslexics. That's why I support the social model of dyslexia. It talks about dyslexia in terms of diversity and difference, and it recognises that society that disables. It recognises the positives that come with being dyslexic. I have no problem with being dyslexic. I'm very happy that I see and experience the world through what I call my dyslexic prism. I do have 
have a problem with our dyslexia unfriendly education system and society that quite simply has failed us. All the medical model has resulted in is that 50% of young people in our prisons are dyslexic. Dyslexics are six times more likely to be long-term unemployed than non-dyslexics. Many of us leave school with long-term mental health issues, poor self-confidence and low self-esteem because of our negative experiences in education. This is not acceptable and cannot continue. What do you think about what I've just said? Have you got anything to say? Please feel free to write to me at steve, S-T-E-V-E underscore McHugh, M-C-C-U-E at hotmail.com. That's all in lowercase. You can also contact me on my Facebook page, Unique Dyslexic, U-N-I-Q-U-E D-Y-S-L-E-X-I-C. I also have a blogger page, Steve Unique Dyslexic McHugh. Why not come along and give us a visit? Okay, thanks very much. Now it's time for another track. This is from Rafe Cooper and his band Spirit Guide with their track, Turn Your Head to the Light. Turn your head to the light Try to see what children like Put down your sword and don't struggle Just remember to breathe Taking all the things you see Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic. (laughs) 
Radio. Fab song there from Rafe and his band Spirit Guide. Really like the sound. Now we're going to have another Bex Adams song, Still Wondering. And if you're still wondering where you can listen to more Bex Adams, just go to her SoundCloud page, Bex Marks the Spot.
This is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic I Radio. That was two tracks in a row there. Bit of a change for me. The first one being Still Wondering from Bex Adams. The second one is one of mine. It's called Lazy. And basically it came about from a lazy day I spent on the beach listening to the waves coming on shore. I've been talking to a lot of dyslexics about their experiences of handwriting. It seems some of what I hear, it seems like it was a bit of a nightmare, as it was for me. I was still wondering about everybody else's experience with handwriting. To me, it didn't matter how much the school tried to make me learn a cursive handwriting style, I just couldn't get it together. I know all the arguments for handwriting, including developing fine motor control, learning and spelling from motor memory, etc. But I know for some of us, handwriting is a bit of a no-no. Boxes are a bit of a no-no. Filling in forms are a real pain. I just can't do it. I know for me, the solution came about with the lowly computer keyboard. That was the one that released me, freed me for the tyranny of handwriting. So the question I'm going to ask is, is having good handwriting as important as it once was? Question, isn't it the content of the writing that's important, not how it was written, by hand or by speech to texts or just by keyboard? I personally don't get on with speech to text because it gets in the way of my train of thought, but I know it does and can work for many dyslexics. Personally, I believe handwriting will become a lost art maybe in about 30 years from now. I read somewhere that emojis are the way forward for communication, but I think business will lead here because speech to text is so much more effective than typing or writing by hand. The expectation that everybody should be able to write using a cursive style is disabling and it's one of the reasons why I say and the social model of dyslexia says that society disables. It's a non-dyslexic world expectation that everybody should be able to use a cursive style. What are your thoughts on handwriting? Please email me steve steve underscore McHugh mccue at hotmail.com. Thank you. Okay, it's time for the final track. Another one of mine, it's called Rhythm.
Okay, that's the end of the show today. Thanks very much for all those who contributed their music. Thanks to all of you for listening. Peace, love and grooviness to everybody. On a bit of a downside, I'm a bit concerned that this may be the last show for a while. I was led to believe by the college that we would have access to the recording software, Adobe Audition, until the end of the summer. Unfortunately, that's not happening, which means I'm not going to be able to make any more radio programs. The main problem for me is I just haven't got the income to get the software myself. I think it costs £20 a month. It doesn't sound a lot, but when you haven't got much coming in, £20 is a lot of money. So I don't know when I'll be able to do another one of these shows. Anyway, thanks very much for listening. I appreciate it. Please share my show. Please share. Please share it amongst your friends. Just share, share, share. Thanks very much. Bye. This is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic. iRadio.